Positive heads out there, thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life? Well, that's another. Which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. To help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the one who will be here with you each and every Wednesday, interviewing a different consciousness change maker that is also out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can hear me discussing topics such as my favorite thought-provoking quotes, reading and discussing wisdom from empowering books, playing clips from various inspirational spiritual teachers, sharing a bit of mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and essentially digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you into positive vibrations on a consistent basis. Also, this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash Positive Head. Check it out. Greetings and salutations, Positive Heads. Here we go again. So happy to be back with you all. It is a magical Monday as I record here in the studio. Hope you are doing magical wherever, whenever you are tuning into this broadcast. Got some uh, things and stuff and whatnots to cover today. (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, I got some questions, some reviews to read. Uh, Just coming off of doing a first live broadcast yesterday, recording a future uh, interview uh, with Christopher David Jackson. That was, uh, awesome experience. Although (laughs) we didn't realize until after we're like setting up and, and doing test recordings and everything looks great. Well, one of the things we didn't realize when we went live and then never looked at the camera again, it was sideways. So (laughs) any of you who caught any of the broadcast, as I said, uh, to Chris after it's like, ah, we're a little sideways. It's all good. It's a, (laughs) it's the first one. People can turn their phones if they're watching on their phone, but, um, yeah, so those will improve next time. They'll be right side up, <laughs> and uh, but it was a fun experience, and I look forward to doing more of that. So you guys got to see a little glimpse into the uh, the magical uh, weirdness that is the Positive Head Studio. Uh, you got to, a little a little uh, glimpse in. So we'll be continuing to do those uh, from time to time, and uh, yeah, it was fun. A lot of, a lot of fun doing that. So. Let's see, diving into today's episode, what shall we do? Well, I'm going to start off with uh, reading a review, a couple reviews actually, since they're short and sweet. Uh, This one is by Aaron Barber. One said, life-changing. I'm a new listener and I can't get enough. I've always felt something deeper than 
what I was shown as a child. Your podcast has opened my eyes to a new path. Thank you. Keep fighting the good fight. Oh, well, thank you, Aaron, for uh, completing the circle of love uh, I'm putting out into the world with this labor of love project. And uh, it certainly fuels my fire to keep doing what I'm doing. And uh, yeah, and of course, by reviewing on iTunes, you're helping us to reach new people uh, as well. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, one more here from MG Hugh. Uh, so good. My daily dose of positivity. One of the best podcasts out there. Oh, what a compliment. That's, uh, thank you, MG Hugh. That is, uh, there's a lot of podcasts out there. So that is a, a tremendous compliment. And uh, I will uh, keep on keeping on, keep on fighting the good fight. Um, so um, if you haven't reviewed on iTunes, please do so. As I mentioned, it helps us to reach new people and uh, share with family, friends. Uh, I have some interesting ideas about uh, sharing and gamifying the whole sharing process and playing with that uh, that I'm going to be talking about soon. So in the meantime, let anyone know that you think may benefit, uh, you know, about the show that would uh, you never know who you're going to help, who needs it. And uh, oftentimes it fi- it's going to find its way to whoever's ready, whoever's ready for the information, whoever's resonating ultimately. But uh, you can all play a tool, uh, play a role in that process. So. Also, if you have questions, be sure to write in uh, Brandon at PositiveHead.com or jump on our Facebook group, Positive Heads with an S. Uh, we have a lot of lot of lovely listeners, soul fam, connecting there, sharing, supporting one another. It's such a beautiful thing to behold. We'd love to have you in there as well. So you can also write your questions in through uh, the Facebook group, which people do from time to time. So. Uh, and you get the added benefit of other listeners who we have a lot of very wise souls uh, chiming in. So you get perspective from not only me, but others oftentimes. So that's a great place to post your questions. All right, then. What are we going to talk about today? Well, speaking of questions, I had one come in from Tom and Tom said, hey, Brandon, so I'm using the law of traction the law of attraction to manifest the reality of my dreams. This, however, has brought quite the conundrum of a question. The way I understand this practice is as, and these are bullet points, first bullet point, imagining the desire outcome or manifestation and picturing it in your mind. Two, putting energy into this idea, either while meditating or sharing your idea with others. Three, being thankful for the current scenario and remaining humble while trusting that the manifestation will follow your good feeling. Four, watch as you would des- as your desire is manifested in a way much grander and synchronistic than you had imagined. Now, the following is a part of this that I'm looking for further insight upon. Holding the manifestation and talking like you have, s- you have said manifestation already assists in speeding the manifestation. Correct me if I'm wrong. But it also makes you sound arrogant and entitled to speak of which you do not have, like you already possess it. Even if you stay humble in your mind and try to explain your surrender in the creation of the manifestation, some people may not care and write you off as a jerk anyways. If that makes any sense at all, how does one hold the vibration of a desired reality and not be seen as entitled? Good good uh, question, Tom. Thank you so much for writing in. And um, yeah, there's a fine line between someone being entitled, uh, like, you know, entitled, I think of someone like you owe me something for whatever reason I've determined. And this isn't so much as, uh, you know, you're not coming from a, a stance of being entitled, more of a, of a knowing that ultimately uh, you are the creator of your own reality and you can manifest that which you seek. Uh, and even if you 
are setting the intention and it doesn't show up exactly as you uh, maybe envisioned, you release all those expectations. And so you're sort of floating through life and, and, and what will come will be even better for you. You always get what you need, right? It's always, uh, what's, this, what's the... Uh, the famous song, uh, you can't always get what you want, but you get what you need. That's for sure. And, uh, so yeah, I, I don't, you know, one of the big things here is, uh, you certainly want to remain humble um, and life, uh, the universe is a respecter of no men <laughs> to some degree or woman. Uh, so you're going to get humbled at times. Uh, and so, I mean, I guess it is a respecter, but when I say that, meaning, you know, you're going to have, you're going to be some served humble pie at some point. It's, it, it's good for you. Uh, medicine doesn't always taste good, but it's good for the soul. And uh, so all of these things come into account. I mean, you, you know, we're talking of, mixing all these different uh, understandings and realities into one big pot and you get, you know, outcomes Tom or whoever trying, you know, uh, creating that, that world, living their life. And a big part of what you said here is, you know, putting energy into the idea while meditating or sharing ideas with others. And I think this might be the key to, you know, of course, this is where the problem is arising, where the question comes from. I'm, I'm looking like a jerk. I don't want to feel like a jerk, looking arrogant, whatever. Um, you know, instead of sharing your ideas with others, and of course, this is coming from someone who has done a lot of sharing of my ideas, obviously, right? Um, and but what I've learned, and it's taken me a while, and I'm still learning. Uh, I always say we teach best what we most need to learn, right? Why why I'm doing this podcast? But um, one of the things that was uh, mentioned to me a while back uh, by a, a, a good friend. Um, he he was talking about you know I was, I was very excitedly talking about my ideas, and he started talking about um, you know very wise individual. Actually, you can um, hear him one of the first pop, uh, podcasts, Pablo Miller. Uh, he's we talk about uh, the plant medicine ayahuasca, and you know he's uh, had a lot of experience leading uh, those. Um, those ceremonies uh, with that medicine. And, and, and in this case, it was one of those uh, ceremonies I was partaking in. And, and he started talking about the idea of leakage. Like, look, when you when you put all your ideas out there, uh, sort of even prematurely before they have a lot of momentum, it's like, it's, it's leakage. It's like you're letting the idea out. It sort of disempowers it even in some way. It's like, uh, you know, it's imagine you're building up energy. You're building up power within yourself for this, this thing, this manifestation. And now you're just spilling it all over over the place and it's it's sort of you know running out of the container that is your 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 soul your your mind your heart your body right so um i think one of the things that tom you, you're missing here is the same thing that i've missed uh and for sure my share of leakage more than my share of leakage is um sharing your ideas with others as uh needing that as part of your equation here uh i i, I don't believe that's a necessary part of the equation uh actually it, keeping it to yourself they're you know as pablo uh sort of indicated with his his perspective on that was um keeping it close to you actually helps to build that power and build the steam and build the momentum within yourself uh so meditating great of course that's what that is 
is. That's what you're doing, right? Uh, but um, instead of sharing with others, like for me, a lot of times with my own manifestations, I'm throughout the day, I, you know, I'm resonating with the vibration of what I want. I'm thinking about it. I'm feeling, I'm drumming up what it would feel like to have what it is that I seek. Um, and uh, so maybe if you can work on transitioning out of that whole, I've got to share and announce to everyone what I'm going to do and how great it is and whatever. Um, and instead of doing that, keep it close to your chest. Keep it, you know, let it build some steam. Let it, let, let the seed, uh, you know, water the seed inside your own soul, right? Let it nurture it there. Don't uh, start trying to hand the fruit out and it still hasn't sprouted. Uh, Abraham Hicks, Esther Hicks says, of course, I'm, I'm looking for some interesting things, perspectives uh, regarding this topic. One of the first things I come across Abraham, as almost always, <laughs> this quote says, uh, keep your ideas to yourself until they're fully developed. You can have a vision. And if you talk to somebody who's not up to speed with your new vision, they will talk you out of your vision. It happens every time. They will make you face reality. And they will make you feel like a fool. So uh, this is a great perspective. And, and then I actually found a clip here where uh, Abraham goes into more detail uh, on this topic. I found it uh, on the Dewdrop 157 YouTube page. It's called Keep Your Ideas to Yourself Until They Gain Momentum. Let's take a listen. So my question's on the same topic that we've been talking about, but it's about two people with the same desire. And if one person's in alignment and the other person isn't, how that can work out? Is it the stronger person in alignment, the one that might get more ease in the direction of what they Well, things are always working out for everyone. So the one who has less resistance, it works out usually faster and fuller. But the thing that's most interesting about a situation like this is that as you want something and let's say you want this and another person wants something different so if you are really in alignment with what you want if you are in the receptive mode when you think about it then it's coming to you and the same for the other if the other wants something or is aware that they now desire it and they remain in the receptive mode then what they want is coming and there is no competition between the two because the universe will find a way for each of them to get what they want but the thing that is hindering to these two is that usually this one is not in the receptive mode because this one's worried about that one and this one's not in the receptive mode because this one's worried about that one so now this is the conversation we've really got Abraham if there are two people not in the receptive mode because they are worried about what the other one wants then what happens and we say nobody gets what they want and they blame each other but if you have the desire to have for instance Going to we have another question okay. for you. Do you believe that you need this one's approval or support in order to get what you want? If you believe that you need this one's approval or support to get what you want, then them not giving it to you, of course, would be a hindering factor. But when you are not factoring in the support of another, but you are understanding that your desire is enough to carry it to full fruition, we do not believe that at the heart of anything that anyone wants is something that opposes what's at the heart of what someone else wants because you all want it because you believe you will be more joyful or because it will be more fun or because 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 yeah I guess specifically if two people want to go after this one business and one's in alignment and trying to do ease and the other ones well it takes hard work and you know this is the way I'm gonna do it 
is the one in alignment going to kind of trump that person as far as the direction and the speed that it goes? Well, you could ignore the one who is in alignment. Alignment trumps everything. So when you're in alignment, another one cannot oppose you enough to slow you down unless you're giving them your attention and pushing against them. And that's the hard thing. That's why you usually want people to agree with you who are up close to you because when they don't agree and you focus upon their disagreement, then you're not in the receptive mode anymore. So the question is, how can I stay in the receptive mode when I'm up close to someone who disagrees with something that I'm doing? And we say, you have to care more about the receptive mode than about their agreement. So what I try to do, and it seems to work, is when my husband says, you know, goes to that place, I just kind of nicely say, everything's already okay. It's my way of kind of changing the thought process he's in to go where I want to stay in alignment. Well, the thing that we most want to say is that you are the creator of your own reality. And yes, there are those around you who will come in to cooperation with you. And so this is also a conversation about how can I get someone who's uncooperative to become cooperative? And we say, well, it certainly isn't to focus on their lack of cooperation <laughs> because that just gets them to stand stronger. And so it really is about Jerry wrote a paper many, many years ago, and the title of it was long title, keep your ideas to yourself until they are fully developed. And so it's about getting momentum going because we are certain that no one would oppose something that felt like a good idea to them. And we're certain that no one would oppose something if they were watching evidence of things coming into place. And so what happens sometimes is you get an idea and you may be following out, but you haven't followed it out enough that it really has strong enough momentum to be influential to another. And so what you're actually asking of one another often is, Hey, I've got a hunch that this might work out and I'm wanting you to fully support my hunch. And we would not do that. We wouldn't even talk about a hunch. We would make sure the energy was really moving fully before we ask anyone else to join in with the idea of it. You see what we're getting at? Yes. Don't ask people to go against their intentions or their beliefs in support of yours ask them to support their own intentions and their own beliefs but if you can get to the place where you don't feel like you need someone's support in order for you to have universal support now you are truly free and often someone who was a doubter becomes a believer someone who didn't think it was a good idea comes to realize that it is a good idea but almost always these conflicts come because neither one and in this case usually the one who's sure that they want to do it and not getting the support you really don't have the momentum in place before you're asking someone else to come along with you it's not easy in a world who believes something when they see it to ask them to believe something before they can see it it's asking quite a bit we know these conversations that we have here with the likes of you are really leading-edge conversations we're asking you to allow yourself to produce cooperative emotion based upon things that you can't see in religious terms it's called faith but we're not asking you to believe in something that you're afraid of we're asking you to believe in something that you're excited by you see and so we know it's a lot to ask, but if you can leave even those up close to you sort of out of the equation a little while, Esther would say to Jerry, I really want to talk about this because I want to know what you think. And Jerry would say, I don't think you want to know what I think. I think you want me to agree with what you think. 
Nestor would say busted because for some reason it was easier for her to think it if he'd think it too they'd be on an airplane she had no interest at all in reading anything until he was reading something then she's trying to read over his shoulder he's saying you know I can get you your own she would say no I'm not interested until you are if somebody else can get the energy moving on something then it does draw your attention to it and so keep the ideas to yourself until they've gained enough momentum that nothing can slow it down and then you don't feel resentful of somebody who doesn't join you you just have mild amusement at their inability to see what you can so clearly see yes yes very good thank you enough yes So yeah, this is great, great, great perspectives here. Um, you know, I love how he starts off the, the person asking the question is, is concerned about competition. That's another thing I can relate to many times. I have ideas and I've, I have more ideas than I can keep up with sometimes. And in the past, I had a lot of concerns about competition. Oh, what if, you know, what if someone takes my idea or, and you know, what I've come to now is look, if something's meant for me, it's meant for me and I don't need to worry about competition. The universe will find a way, she said, to bring both of you what you want. It is such a, a incredible creator, right? Your higher self, source, whatever you want to call it. it. It can find ways where everyone gets fulfilled unless you're bringing an energy of, oh, there's not enough and lack and uh, the competition. Then, of course, what are you going to create? What are you calling into your reality? So letting go of any sort of competition is, I think, a, a great uh, added point here uh, to what we were talking about earlier. But also, once again, do we have to always put the ideas out there? Is it necessary? There are points and times where it is necessary. Uh, a lot of times I would imagine Tom is probably, the the vibe I get from Tom is probably similar to what I can relate to in myself. He's just spewing it everywhere. He's so excited. You know, he can barely keep it in. And then, of course, he's bumping up against people who are going to tell you, you're a fool. There's not enough momentum. And uh, keep your ideas closer to your chest until they're fully developed, uh, until the energy is really uh, moving fully. She says, look, then oftentimes a lot of the doubters are converted. And, and by the way, when you get to where you don't feel like you need that support or validation, now you're truly free. I can definitely relate to that one. Like, you, you know, what do we need that for? That's a, that's a great question for all of us. Like, why do we feel we need some external validation? I mean, I get it. I've definitely been there many, many, many times, but really you don't. If, you know, finding that, that belief and power in yourself, I would say is a, a key component to actually manifesting it. Once you start putting the power outside of you, validation outside of yourself you're on a slippery slope to uh not not necessarily a, a ride you want to take right um because you, someone else is now um his power over you in a sense right and you know basically what she the the main conclusion of that very simple sweet short and to the point get momentum in place before you ask someone to come along with you and uh, i think this is a great lesson for us all a great lesson for me and hopefully a great lesson for you tom i hope this helps uh we are out of imaginary time for this episode but we shall be back it uh has been so lovely to connect as always uh, I do have some music to leave you guys with. This is um, Shankara Encounter, the Beat Farmer remix. Hope you enjoy. Also, if you're craving more consciousness elevating content, be sure to check out Gaia, which is my personal go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web where you can stream an incredible 7,000 plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. 
As you all hear me constantly say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. And if you're looking to journey deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place I know of to do it, period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. Check it out. Thank you. 